Wow, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Chipman Brothers Tangent Podcast. As always, I'm Chris. I'm Bob. And uh, we're coming to you on the day before, no, two days before the uh, release of Avengers Infinity War. Um, Let's not show too much optimism as to how long it's going to take me to edit this. Well, I'm talking about when we're recording this, Bob. I like to give people an idea of when we add the conversation. Okay, sure, yeah. I'm trying to give some linearity to this. Okay, yeah, sure, let's do that. Or something like that. Um, Anyhow, um, so I actually had the the good luck to see this movie early. Um, So, and Bob and I actually saw it together. So uh, I believe your review's up, Bob, and um, on this podcast tonight, we're going to be talking a lot about that. And I actually have something I want to talk about first that I don't think Bob has seen. Um, that I, that I can mention a little bit too, but I'll preempt this whole thing since at the time of this recording, none of the things I'm going to talk about tonight are actually accessible to you. Um, so uh, before that, Bob, right? Spoiler alert! Yes, if you are attempting to uh, go into uh, watching Avengers: Infinity War uh, unspoiled with uh, no information whatsoever about it. Why are you listening to a podcast specifically about that, you fucking idiot? And I'd also like sure. to, to preempt that by, since a lot of us um, can't help ourselves, and a lot of us listen to things and read things and aren't aware, I'm going to say it again. Spoiler alert. Now, I have something I want to talk a little bit about first, and I'll give a spoiler warning on it, although I don't think it needs a spoiler alert, because um, I saw Cobra Kai tonight. Ah, uh, now tell tell the nice people what Cobra Kai is. So, so Cobra Kai is the, I guess, 34 years later um, continuation, because we're doing that everywhere now, of the Karate Kid. Ah, uh, yes. Be, the be, original Karate Kid. The original Karate Kid, although Will Smith produces this one. He has a producer credit on this. Wait, so Will, 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 Will Smith still owns the rights to the Karate Kid as a franchise, not just the remake thing that they did with his kid? It would seem so. Okay. Oh, All right. So anyway, this this was a Fathom event, um, and, uh, right. and we got to see um, Cobra Kai, the first two episodes presented as a mini-movie with the Karate Kid, the original movie, playing after it which is an odd order, but I guess they didn't want people to get bored of sitting through a movie <laughs> before yeah, showing right. them. But, but whatever. Yeah. So, so, yeah, right. so, so, so surprisingly, even though th- this is much more in the vein, I won't call it in the Fuller House vein because it's better than that, I think, but, but it's in that same kind of vein of, hey, <laughs> these actors aren't doing anything and haven't done anything in a while. And we kind of made this really low-budget, made-for-YouTube-red thing um, that is a continuation of that. But, you know, watching it, I'm, I'm surprised to say it kind of has the the heart and the cheese level, but not in, like, a stupid way, that Ash vs. Evil Dead has. Okay. It's, All right. It, All right. it's somehow done with a lot of love and care for something that I don't know if it deserved that. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, they, yeah, sure. The, the, the whole thing is very silly. You know, they do the role reversal thing. Oh, Ralph Macchio's character is the rich guy now. And the kid from the Cobra Kai gym is the poor guy. And he's screwed up his life. And, you know, but when it gets to like the heart of why the things are happening between the characters, it 
there's like a charisma and like a fun that bleeds through it that I really enjoyed. Um, it also it also kind of exists in 80s movie land where like, you know, adults can beat up on kids and it's not really like something that's super awful, which uh-huh. was a little weird. And um, the uh, uh, there's just kind of like a like an old feel to it that, that I really enjoyed. Um, I'm not quite sure where it's going to go. Again, they don't really give you much in two episodes. It's just kind of setting up characters. But but I really enjoyed it, and I didn't expect to as much uh, aside from the nostalgia of it. Okay, all right. Well, I, I I'm I'm tangentially aware of this because I work on YouTube and can't escape the the YouTube advertising for Cobra Kai. Yeah. So uh, hey, okay. It has a it has the really good parts. <laughs> not that there were bad parts, but like. If you're talking about a good sequel to something that didn't really need one and they've done a ton, it kind of is in the Rocky Balboa, maybe a little lesser camp and not really in the Creed camp, you know, of okay. of kind of, okay, we're rehashing and we're nowhere rehashing, but we're going to do it well. Whereas Creed was like, okay, we're rehashing just a little bit. And oh yeah, we also made this awesome movie on top of it. You know, it, yeah. it fall, it, it, it's interesting, but I really enjoyed it and I recommend people check it out. Um, okay, all right. That's an endorsement for Cobra Kai. Weird, right? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm as yeah. surprised as you. <laughs> okay. So, this a fun thing to start it off with. Something optimistic in the land of... Um, oh, also, it's it's an anti-toxic masculinity message, which I'm surprised, okay. surprised that that's what it is. Uh, I, I, but uh, I'm not surprised. But, um, you know, a lot of the, you know, the the villain, the head of the Cobra Kai dojo being like a war vet and running the thing. It's all turned into, you don't want your kids to be pussies, you know? And, oh, we don't have inhalers in, in Cobra Kai dojo. And he's like, but that's wasn't, a real wasn't, medical condition. <laughs> you know, wasn't, wasn't that like the whole thing with Cobra Kai in the original though? Yeah, but it's, it's, was, was that was the Cobra Kai is like the tough karate gym. And it, then like, and then, and then like Daniel is learning like the, the, the regular, like, fixing up your house karate but which i guess is a thing true but but in that one you know it, it's like 80s tough guy like 80s like one note nondescript this is very much oh this is like the post-millennium you know where this guy is against political correctness you know is is kind of the the whole shtick okay, here now and right. i'm like all right that's that's about where they'd go with that and it's played seriously even though it's campy the characters are playing it very serious and i think that works for it Okay. All right. Okay. I can get. I can get it on that. So. All right, that so. Works. So Cobra Kai. It exists. I guess. <laughs> all right. And and you so, know so, I I've I've never seen the Karate Kid on on a, on the big screen, and so that was cool. That that plays really well with an audience. I I feel. Sure. Sure. I don't know if you've yeah. ever witnessed it that way before. I don't know if there's a need to, but I enjoyed it. All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I can I can get down with that. So there's that. Um, so, so on to bigger and better things, I guess. <laughs> All right. Yes, we were uh, we, we were in uh, yesterday. Saw the the uh, the the critics the press screening of Avengers: Infinity War. Yes. Um. So the internet knows what you think, Bob. I haven't read your review or listened yet. So what did you think after I, you've had I, a day I, to digest it? I really liked it. I think it's really good. I think it's interesting. I, I have some of the, it's, you know, it's, it's a big, loud action thing. 
Uh, I like, you know, all the character. It, it's it's sort of what you expect to get from the Marvel thing. It's also kind of not. Uh, you know, we said we're going to try not to do, like, big spoilers. But, you know, like, for, for this movie, they, you know, they've kind of only vaguely alluded to what the movie is about. You know, in the trailers, other than the fact that, hey, the Avengers are back and also there's a bad guy. Yeah, they, they did an incredibly impressive job, I feel, on this one of kind of delivering you partly exactly what you think you're going to get and also tonally not what you think you're going to get. Um, I, I was thinking about it again. We, we've had a day to kind of digest this. And, you know, it's interesting how these things have evolved, right? It, it's really interesting how Joss Whedon was goddamn perfect for Avengers, the yeah. first one. Like, at, the right time, the the injection of humor and the multi-character writing and his signature shtick worked really well for that movie. And I also spend the entire time watching this, dreading what his version of this would have been like. At the yeah, same I exact time, like yeah, I don't I don't think this this would have uh, this would have worked in that uh, in that idiom. It, it's 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 interesting that I can I can like both so much. Yeah. It you know. The, the Marvel movies get criticized for having a, um, a semblance of sameness or um, this is safe. You know what I mean? And and again, in some ways, it always will be. I mean, it's a it's a big franchise. You can't really make big wholesale changes to it. Also, because most of the characters can reverse said big wholesale changes. We've already established that. But yeah, there, that still doesn't mean you can't make them carry weight. Yeah. Um, and, and I think this movie does a really good job of that. Of It kind of, like, the first Avengers is super fun and super over the top. The stakes don't really mean a whole lot, but it's the first time we got all these guys together and they sell that. Um, the yeah. Captain America movies have progressively gotten more and more of that emotional backbone of, no, these stakes really mean something. And when you get to Civil War, you put all these characters you love and pit them against each other in a very serious film. Right. Then then you kind of jump backwards. You've you've got not backwards but on a tangent a bit, uh, no pun intended. You've got the Guardians of the Galaxy movies that really figured out the kind of that Star Warsy kind of humor and drama intermix, but it can still have heavy emotional weight. I mean, they they took a franchise that no one really knew about in the movie going side of things in the Guardians and yeah. made them the emotional center of the Marvel universe almost, I wouldn't say by accident, but it's amazing that the funniest characters at a start are the ones that you're putting all of this, you know, I outwardly cried in both guardians of the galaxy movies in the theaters. And I'm man enough to admit that, you know, yeah. and whether that's for personal reasons or not, the movie spoke to me. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really like that by the time we get to Avengers infinity war, it's kind of grown to have that mix of both. You know, Thor Ragnarok has a really important story to tell at its core, but the movie in and of itself, the stakes never really feel like they're all that big, even though they're world ending, because the movie is so goddamn funny and so right, loose going, yeah. and so loose, whereas Guardians of the Galaxy is funny at one point and heartbreaking at the other. And I like that tonally, even though still I feel Infinity War is very different than any of the movies that have come before it, just in the way it presents it its story. Um, it, yeah. it it finds a balance that, you know, that kind of Black Panther also found of that this can still be funny, but you can care about your characters and God damn it, it can still be funny, but your villain can still be vile 
he can show up and do what you expect the big bad to do, which is beat the shit out of a lot of people and have yeah. such an incredible emotional story arc. Yeah, yeah. It what what's what was interesting to me in this is uh, I mean, well, there's a lot of things that are interesting about it, and we're gonna tread away from super spoilery stuff, but um, for those who, who may not know the production history of this, when this was originally announced, this was not called uh, Avengers Infinity War. It was announced as Infinity War Parts 1 and 2, and then at some point along the line, uh, they decided, uh, okay, we're, we're not actually going to do that. We're going to call it uh, Infinity War... Uh, the first one's going to be called Avengers Infinity War, and then the next one's going to be Avengers something else, and the two Infinity War movies are going to be the, the last two Avengers movies. Those are going to be the same thing. And I don't know if that was ever, like, fully the plan or not, if maybe at some point they thought, no, we're going to do these the, the Infinity War, and Infinity War was going to be the giant let's mush everyone in the universe together crossover, and then Avengers was still going to be its own thing. But at a certain point, they decided that, you know, that Avengers was the name of Marvel's everyone gets mushed together thing. So they, and yeah. That they might, and they might as well just stick with that. Because the, the thing is, this doesn't... Like, it's an Avengers movie in the sense that the Avengers are in it. But, like, if you had called Captain America Civil War Avengers Civil War it would have felt like, you know, hey, this is an Avengers movie with a little bit more Captain America in it than other people. Right. I, I agree with that completely. So, so which which is fine, but it, it, it would have, you know, in much the same way that, like, uh, Age of Ultron was, hey, this is a uh, an Avengers movie, there's a little bit more of Iron Man and Hulk in this one than there is in maybe the first one. Also true, and y because, yeah, exactly. because they're kind of like they get they get kind of centered in in Age of Ultron, which makes sense. Um, so for this one, it, it's very much the the basis here. It's kind of like roughly inspired by the Infinity War and Infinity Gauntlet storylines from the comics, which were alternately Adam Warlock stories, who doesn't appear in this at all, and are also basically villain starring stories starring Thanos. Which is basically what this is. Like, Thanos is the main character of the movie. If, yeah, if you and, break it down. I mean, he's, quite, he... quite literally, I, I wasn't sure if that would be considered too spoiler of a thing to say, but they could have called this one Avengers colon Thanos, or just yeah. Thanos and called the next yeah. one Infinity War. It, it really is. It's, it's as if we got a villain comic run. You know, yeah. a, as a movie, and I don't mean in that the Avengers aren't interesting characters. I mean that I can't fucking believe how interesting of a character Thanos actually is. Yeah, they, the, I, you know, the the joke for several installments of these, and not without merit, was that because Marvel kind of had the correct decision early on that the 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 connective tissue of these things only matters at the point when they say it matter or you want it to matter. So, like, the Infinity Stones are things that matter when they come up in the movies and otherwise don't, and who cares? So they become as important as the audience really wants them to be, and otherwise the movies treat them as interchangeable, disposable nerd bullshit. Right. Uh, which they should be. So as a result, 
all of the long-term, like, world-building stuff that they do, that they started out early on with saying of, oh, here's all this stuff in the background that's going to be important later for a long time, just kind of stayed in the background. And, like, Thanos shows up at the end of the first Avengers, and it's one of those, like, Easter egg things that only the fans know who this is supposed to be and, and what's going on. And, you know, it, the internet explodes and goes, oh my god, it's Thanos, he's in the comics and he's huge. And all of the normal people go, what? Who is that? Why is he purple? What's going on? And it becomes this thing. And then they proceed to have this character who everyone's nerd friend just assured them is the most important, dangerous bad guy ever, basically sits on a chair and sits on a chair for, like, several movies in a row. Just kind of shows up and says, I'm Thanos, I'm sitting on the chair, I'm threatening to do stuff, but I'm not really doing stuff. And then finally in this one, he's up out of the chair, it's like, oh, that's why he didn't get up out of the chair. Yeah. And and we and, also and find like, out that he has been doing shit, and it's right, pretty he, messed he, up. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he's, he's a really bad dude, and he's been doing really bad dude stuff, and now he's decided to do all of the really bad dude stuff himself. And, you know, like, the, the, the good guys are in this, and they get their, their arcs, some more than others, and we get our, our team-ups and people meeting and hanging out and fighting and talking and doing all the stuff that we expect of them. But the store, like, a whole bunch of these movies, to one degree or another, um, very often the ones that aren't as good the early kind of uh, pitch that that you often get with them is, you know, actually, this one's about the villain. This this is really the villain's journey. They're the heart of the movie. In this one, they wouldn't have been bullshitting if they had said that. Because, yeah. you, you know, like, Th Thanos is... He's the one we finally get the origin story of. He has the beginning, middle, and end character arc. He has a goal that he's trying to get to. He has things that he's doing. He has stuff he has to go through and cope with and do. And he is the one who goes through. Like, everyone else, because this is a, a guest star movie where all of these characters are kind of leaping in from storylines that are already in progress and, you know... Some of them are almost resolving stories, others are not. No one else is really undergoing any kind of, like, major character progression other than we, we find out what they might say to other characters who are similar to or not similar to them. But yeah. Thanos, because, <laughs> be, because, because we're meeting him for the first time, really, and, and getting to know him, they basically have to tell all of his story, and we get his full story, and it's really interesting, and it makes him into... You know, not it. It would be wrong to call him a sympathetic bad guy. No, but you, this... but you, you invest in, not in like you don't invest in that you like back up what he's doing, but you invest in going, holy crap! Like now, I want to see more. Now I now you... I want to know more about why he feels he has to do this. Uh, uh oh, like yeah. where? And, yeah. and 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 here's the thing. Without blowing, because obviously this Thanos is going to kill people in this movie. Sorry, yeah. I mean that, yeah. that's why he shows up. There's a particular death in this film that I won't mention who it is that is incredibly heartbreaking for both the entire cast, the character who buys it, and Thanos. Like you yeah. sit there and kind of feel bad for him. That yeah. was hard, <laughs> a very hard emotion to to have. And yeah. um, and they and and they they pull it off with one line of spoken dialogue and a close up of an eye. Like yeah. what yeah. what movie like this has the 
the time or the forethought or the level of I'm going to say it brilliant filmmaking to pull that off. It's not a perfect movie, but goddamn where it needs it, it hits it. You know? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, a few of them, like the, like the Guardians movies have been very good at that. Well, that, too, and the Captain America movies. That's, that that's what I mean, but I can't, and again, they're also pulling this off with a character who isn't there. Right. Yeah. He is, a, it, it is Josh Brolin, uh, you know, who's, who's really good here. Really good. He's really he's really good at this. It's it's cool. Uh, his but, his his arc is kind of the reverse of Ego's. Ego they're playing a bait and switch even though, you know, anyone that knows him is going to know that, you know, he's a scumbag. But um the yeah. they make you by having Kurt Russell play Ego and kind of presenting the character, they make you fall in love with him the way Star-Lord does. Cuz he yeah. just he's just full of charisma and you like him. This movie, right. they've been telling you how bad Thanos is, then they show you how bad Thanos is, and then they kind of dial that back a little bit and go, you know, he's actually really interesting. And I went, what? Yeah, yeah. What? Wait a minute. You're right. He is really interesting. Well, it's, <laughs> you know? it's, it's also sort of a different thing. And we should probably mention, I don't think it's spoiling to say for uh, people who are fans of, of the comics, this is... Thanos in the movie is basically a completely, like, reimagined character from the one... Uh, from the typical comics. In in the first movie, they had a line that's kind of alluding to, because again, uh, you know, the part of the reason that Marvel is really good at this long-term plan stuff is it only looks like they long-term plan in hindsight. In reality, they're doing what the comics did, which is making this goofy bullshit up as they go along and figuring it out later. So in, in the first in the first Avengers, when he shows up, there's this line about, you know, to challenge them is to court death. And everyone goes, and all the nerds go, oh, because in the comics, Thanos is, has a crush on the on death and he wants to kill the universe to, 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 to fall in love with death because that's a big, like, esoteric concept. And which is, is fun, I don't necessarily know is a thing you can really hang a movie on. Uh, they've come up with a different motivator. For, for Thanos here as to he still has basically the same kind of end game, which is he's we're kind of watching him play go around and play evil Mega Man, where he's he's just going around the universe collecting the the infinity stones because if he gets all of them he'll have the power to do a thing that will kill half the universe. Like and it's very specifically kill exactly half of all life in the universe. And the the rationale at, at free for, random, for, mind you. Yeah, uh, well, that we know of. It, it's uh, the there. There's 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 por- portions to like all good you know made up superhero magic bullshit. Uh, there's portions to this that we don't fully understand yet. But uh, you know, there's there's a a rationale for why this is his goal and why he thinks this is a thing that he should be doing. That is is a different kind of thing uh, that makes him very interesting. You know, it's it's kind of an old cliche, and it's one of those things that's not totally true, but that you hear in, like, you know, tacky creative writing classes that, you know, the most interesting bad guy is the bad guy who thinks he's the hero. And you, you see this in, like, Marvel really likes that trope, but they usually like it for guys who know that they're bad, but think that they've got some kind of justice to them. Like, Zemo knows he's a dick, but he's got some kind of revenge to get. Loki enjoys being mischievous, but he feels like he's owed something. Uh, Killmonger wants very specifically revenge on people, and he's going to attach some political, some kind of like socio-political justice thing to it, so it makes it okay that he's basically just going to fuck with people. I still love that. And, I still and, love that when all said and done, 
the the end result of what ends up the the, the Black Panther result of like you know the big end of the movie is that you know he was kind of right the things he did weren't but you know we kind of ended up we ended up where he wanted to end up shit yeah he he <laughs> he, he did he he had a point but the thing like Thanos here does not have no a no point. Thanos he, is Thanos he, is he, insane and has tried to yeah, justify it. <laughs> he, he's out of his goddamn mind, but unlike a lot of these guys, there's no... Usually when you have a villain who's this, like, portrayed as, as this much of a crazy person, he he's motive. You know, we get a sense of that there's some kind of joy in what they're doing, you know, and instead he mourns worse than the main cast. Yeah, he like like he like they're they've got Brolin playing Thanos as like the 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 golden armor stuff that people know from the comics one that comes off almost immediately. So it's basically a guy who's really big and strong, but like for his species is probably only counts as kind of in shape. Yeah, exactly. You know, like like he 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 looks like a big lumpy dad in uh you know in in like a gym shirt. You know, he's he's bald, but he's got stubble, and he's uh. You know, like uh, like he's just kind of ba- kind of barely keeping his shit together, and he talks about what he wants to do and his whole big goal thing in terms of in in these terms of that like in in this very woe is me hero terms. You know, it just just you know it's like oh I am so weighed down by the crushing weight of the moral responsibility that only I can bear on your behalf. Like he really thinks he's the good guy, and he's. Like, there's no irony or, like, cruelty in this. He's very committed to the idea that he thinks that this is a good thing to do, and he's gonna go do it, and there's no, uh, there, there's no, like, you know, big grandiose bad guy plan or extra bit of fun no, he's what have he, along what the way. what he wants, is, he tells you exactly what he wants. When all of this is done, what do you want? To rest. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants to yeah. sit down and watch a sunset. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really quite a thing, and so it's you're we're kind of watching like the 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 entire hero thing inverted, where this guy who is absolutely sure that he's the good guy is trying to go and do his good guy thing, and all of these other pains in the ass, more or less villains from his perspective, I'm sure, keep getting the fuck in his way, and he has to keep fighting them off, and it it's kicking the shit out of him, and it's really it's really something to. To, to do that sort of a movie. And I know I'm, I'm eating up all the time you're talking about this, but really the movie is about him and all of the other characters are pretty much the supporting cast. And he weighs in, in a vocal performance and how they animate this character. It weighs yeah. a very, very, very difficult fine line and it does a great job. Like, you know, I was saying to somebody, you know, again, it's not on the same level, but the fact that in the last couple of years, we've got Andy Serkis playing an ape being one of the most like emotionally resonant characters on screen and not actually existing, you know, right. It, it, the, the, fa- the fact that we're coming so far that we can have a villain that's just, he, not only is it not one note, it's layered in a way that I'm not even sure I fully unpacked yet. And I don't think we'll get the full, yeah. I don't think we've gotten the full story there. You know what I mean? That's that's the other thing. It's it's very interesting what they pulled off with. You know, it it, it it's not really a bait and switch. It's just surprising from them. You know, it's it's surprising that someone would have the balls 
to really go all out with making making their 19th film be a villain film. <laughs> it's it's very interesting. Yeah. It it's it's uh it it's it's fancy. and it I mean and it's very on brand for again what the the Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity War things were in the comics where they were you know, basically stories about Thanos doing a thing and everyone in the Marvel Universe got a chance to run up and try to punch him. Yeah. And and have it not work out. Oh, so, oh so not work out. <laughs> yeah, or, or almost or almost get there. And I mean and it is still fun. I mean, you know, it's it's grim and Oh yeah, that's you know it, it is an absolute blast and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets there, but you know, we still get I, I love, you know, the various Avenger the it's we basically take a movie that's made of two teams of people uh, and uh, several unaffiliated characters all sort of meet up and then break off into different, you know, remixed teams to to go to different places. So you've got like the the you know parts of the component parts of the Avengers with uh, like it, what it's it's Captain America, Falcon, War Machine, uh, Scarlet Witch, Vision, and uh, Black Widow. Uh, you know, sort of eventually wind up in Wakanda and they're fighting Thanos guys mostly on Earth. Mostly on Earth, and yes. Mostly on Earth. Where, uh, where, where Thanos is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. A lot of this is in space. Uh, Thor, uh, Rocket Raccoon, uh, Groot, and uh, a, a, uh, a cast member who was announced, but his role... Uh, was not revealed, and it's kind of a fun reveal, so, you know, I, I won't say who, but, you know, go off to another part of space to, you know, on a, hey, we, we, we need to find, like, a special magic thing to fight Thanos with. Oh, yeah, Thor needs another weapon. I mean, for yeah. those of for those of you that saw Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, and uh, uh, a couple, you know, uh, a few of the Guardians go off to... Uh, fight uh, Thanos directly, and then uh, that doesn't go so well. And another mm. few of the Guardians then go off and eventually meet up with Iron Man and Spider Man and Doctor Strange. Uh, and I think it's it's like what it's it's Drax, Star Lord, Mantis, uh, Star Lord, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man are on another planet to get in it with Thanos. They're on Thanos' home planet, home planet, right? Uh, yeah, right. They're they're on Titan, Titan. I believe. At one point, they're on a spaceship, and then they're on there. Which, I mean, I guess these teams make sense. You have, like, Thor and Groot and Rocket, so you have the, you know, guys who, you know, speak oddly to one another, and, you know, that kind of fits together, and also the, the guys who have stuff to figure out. Yes. So that's good. And and yeah. Thor and Star-Lord's first meeting is rec record book fun. Yeah, it is. It is. It's uh, of... They're uh, having way too much fun in that sequence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a shame that just for the logic of things, they can only do do this so many times that so you can't have every character like meet every other character. But you know, it's the automatic first thing that you do when you like any of the Avengers bump into the Guardians of the Galaxy would be to sort of hang a lampshade on the fact that the Guardians are the kind of you know broken, disheveled, random goofball heroes of this, and the Avengers are the Avengers. So it makes sense to put Thor there and literally have all of the Guardians geek out over the fact that he's an Asgardian and he's just this, the most perfect, muscular, awesome, cool guy that they've ever seen. And meanwhile, Star-Lord is Star-Lord. Yeah, Star-Lord is completely unimpressed and his his masculinity is completely challenged by him. And it's, yeah, right. and it's he's, wonderful. He, 
What do you mean? Yeah, I'm, it, what do you mean? I'm mocking his voice. I've always sounded like this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it it's a uh, it's a nice note to hit to hit and then get out of the way that that uh, that Star Lord has you know is immediately doesn't really know how to handle himself when he's speaking to other more or less human beings. You know that uh, that that can kind of speak to him on on the level. Yes. Um, you know where 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 he is where he is suddenly not all that unique. I like I like the the brilliant quick um, for understanding everything Groot says to which they turn. You understand him? Yeah, they teach it as an elective on Asgard. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a wonderful little joke. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah you know fun fun gags like that. Uh, I like that we're still doing teenage Groot. That's fun. Yeah, teenage Groot's uh, a riot. Right. Um. We we get uh, we we eventually get a little bit with like uh, Rocket and the Winter Soldier that like you have to do that that's a good recognition like yes of course you need to have Rocket have one scene with the guy who has a false arm it's great I'm gonna because, I'm gonna get that arm because 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 we're gonna because we have to call back to that uh, yeah let's go let's go through the cast a little bit do we want to talk about who is and isn't in the movie or do we want to leave that um, up for uh... <laughs> Well, no, I think you know if, if there is one like uh, thing that pe- people are are that are on about is you know people are you know characters who are and aren't in the movie. Pretty much everyone is here. There's a couple people who have sat things out um, that get and the the people the the two the two people who just don't don't bother showing up are they tell us why they're not here and it seems like they will find a reason for them to be back. Yeah, I agree. You know. At, at least two of them have a movie coming out in a couple of months, so and that one makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I wonder how they'll unpack the events of this one for that movie. It's yeah, I'm wondering. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm wondering that too. Uh, again, no spoilers, but you know, I mean, the world is getting invaded by aliens, so you kind of have to imagine that that will well, come. Well, like up. for example, for example, Iron Man three directly deals with it, right? The event, yeah, the Iron events Man, of the yeah. Avengers turn him into a post-traumatic stress disorder downward spiral (laughs) you know it's and even and even spider-man homecoming has them you know cleaning up after it is where all the weaponry comes from so right right well it i i'm i'm perversely curious to know uh how the the way this wraps up uh eventually either gets mentioned or doesn't get mentioned on uh, agents of shield and the netflix shows uh, since Shield kind of has to like mention things, but mention that they happen by showing clips from the most recent movie on like CNN. Yes, which is and, clever and, enough way to do it. Yeah, I guess. Which, which is fine. Well, well, which is fine. And uh, the Netflix shows, for whatever reason, just because there's this thing between like the the side of Marvel that owns the TV and the comics and the side that owns the movies, don't cross over all that much. And they uh, they they like they mention the stuff that happens. But like they don't show it, and so I'm, I'm a bit curious to find out how they square how much things have possibly changed in the world uh, when we eventually cycle back onto Netflix, and you know we have to, uh, you know, wonder why none of these. I mean, if I were the Defenders, if if I were the Avengers and the Guardians, and I saw the Defenders, I probably wouldn't invite them to help with this in either way. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, really, what I, like, it, like, yes, as, like, you know, like, nerd completist thing, yes, you know, I would have, you know, jumped out of my seat if there was, like, a cutaway to, like, oh my god, look, there's, you know, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Daredevil and Iron Fist possibly, you know, being theoretically helpful, you know, during, like, something that's going on in New York or whatnot, but really, what are they gonna do? <laughs> you know, like, 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 the, like, the, like, the defenders are Iron Fist, who sucks. Yep. You know. You know, Luke Cage, who is strong and punches things. Jessica Jones, who is strong and punches things. And Daredevil, who is actually just regular strong and kind of good at karate, but it's really impressive if you know that he's significantly disabled. But if you don't know that, he's just doing karate in a stupid costume. Yeah. Right. It's a, and, it's a good and point. All, and, well, and there's also the Punisher who doesn't so much have superpowers, he just kind of has the Second Amendment. Yes, yes, that is what Punisher has. Right, you know, it's, he doesn't, and you don't necessarily need, in, in like, in this climate, you know, like the, for those of you who, who didn't know, Marvel actually did make a 13-episode TV show out of The Punisher and put it on Netflix. It was pretty good, and they didn't advertise it because it's probably going to be 20 years before you can advertise The Punisher in anything again. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, because That's because suddenly, yeah, because suddenly the superhero whose power is to have all the guns isn't uh, is, is a you know Punisher. What's your superpower? Oh, I'm an angry white guy with a van full of guns, and I just kind of show up and shoot everyone who I think is bad. Yeah, amazingly, that that doesn't play as the, the same way anymore. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The show's pretty good. They they decide that he's he's the superhero who's all about uh, veterans affairs now. Yeah, so that's, I, I haven't that's, that's the new. I haven't new watched puncher. it yet. I actually need to catch up on all that. Yeah, just don't just don't bother with Iron Fist, and then don't watch the Defenders because they were both bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah that didn't Jessica look Jones very good. Really good. Yeah, Jessica and, Jones and, and Luke uh, Cage both sound and look very good. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah okay. here, here's the thing. Yeah, no, Daredevil what was like half of a good show. It's just that it's the 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 half of season one that was mostly about the Kingpin was really good, and the half of season two that was mostly about the Punisher was really good, and the rest of it has Daredevil. God damn, the Kingpin was awesome. Their version of the yeah. Kingpin is great. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we were saying, so we're not going to say who isn't in the Avengers. We'll just allude to it the way we did. But of the people yeah. that are in it, we should go through them. How how was everybody? Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I, I think everyone made a pretty good showing. Um, you know, again, there's... I, I think if a lot of people... I think a good way to be disappointed by this is expecting there to be serious closure for any of these characters because this really isn't that movie. Correct. Correct. Uh, it's definitely know, I, not. I think, I think, like, half of these characters, if they're going to get closure will be getting it when they cycle back into their solo franchises, and the other half will be getting it in the next Avengers movie. Right, like, like, which, 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 like for instance, you know, the all of Wakanda, who is basically in the movie, and um, yeah. and they, you know, are, are most recently in our minds, so there's a lot of them, you know, a whole battle takes place there, but as far as story goes, they're kind of just there to continue on, hey, we were just awesome in the Black Panther, you know us, yeah. we're awesome. You know that, and and they continue to be awesome. Um, Iron Iron Man has has a decent amount to do, but he kind of whereas in Ultron he was you know front and center. He's kind of a in the in a backseat here a little bit. I'd say. Yeah, I would. I it's it. I'm I'm impressed that they avoided making it all about him. 
Yeah, I mean, he's, so he much, definitely so, has important yeah. things to do, but... Yeah, but, like, he really is, he he's sort of leading one of the teams that is, like, working against Thanos, but once they get there, it's, you know, the, the team really seems built around, okay, look, we really need to get Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Star-Lord, and uh, Iron Man all on one planet together because these are our funny guys who don't shut up and they all have to be funny and not shutting up with each other at least once. Yeah, and, and let me say that, you know, there's there's those of us on this podcast that somewhat enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming and then there's you. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but I want to say that even despite that, I think this movie, I, I wouldn't say it's a showcase for Spider-Man, but goddamn is Tom Holland great in this. Like he's he's, good. he's he's really good in this. Like there no, there's he, some he, important things he does that I really enjoyed. No, look, he, he's really good. I like him in this. I really liked him in Civil War. I like him in Spider-Man Homecoming. I wish Spider-Man Homecoming was an interesting movie with that like looked cool and had interesting things happening in it. Uh it is not. I I, so, I can I can see that, um, but I'm just this this is a very good film rendition of Spider-Man doing Spider-Man things in this. Yeah, movie. no, I, I <laughs> yeah, no, I I had fun with it. It's it's good. It makes it. There is there is one thing that 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 irks me because they do it in in Civil War too, and I'll put this on the the screenwriters for these uh, who are are writing him because the their go-to joke for uh, for Peter Parker when he's with these other characters. Uh, because he is like uh, supposed to be the the Generation Z hero, and he's talking to you know these uh, baby boomer and Generation X aged uh, characters, is that he continually refers to very very popular films as this really that old, old thing. Movie. Yeah, hey guys, hey guys, have you seen that really old movie, The Empire Strikes Back? Now the the joke of that that this is irritating because it reminds all of these other characters of how old they are, and that that Spider Man is young and can beat them up. Like I I get this. The, the reason that that rings false is that there is not a member of Generation Z that actually says the words... Really old? Um, that really... that that Well, no, that really old movie, or have you ever seen that really old thing? Because what... If, if you... The screen, screenwriters of these movies, hear me out, if you knew people, you know, children, the actual age and annoyance level of this character you're attempting to write like this... What makes them annoying is not that they recognize how old your favorite media is. It's that their generation does not have a concept of age of media. They think they're the first ones to discover goddamn everything. And they relentlessly reference popular culture without any filter or sense of when it's been and what's obscure and what's not, because everything is just Wikipedia and YouTube and at their fingertips since they've been born. True statement. True statement. So, I, so, I, so that I do think it makes for some excellent play between him and Iron Man, though. In, in, no, yeah, in it's, the, it's in the, it's and you, no more pop culture references. It's clever. It's 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 funny. It's just one of those things that like when they they did it in Civil War and they do it again here and here click for him. I was like, oh, that's why that rings false to me because that is not what he would say. Is he would say that and then expect everyone else to get it? Yeah, he would say, "Have you ever seen this movie?" And then you need to have someone in the room that either calls him on the fact that he's referencing something that, of course, they've all seen because it came out when they were twelve. You know that right, the yeah. joke the joke has a couple of beats to it, and they're leaving one of them out. 
Right. Yeah. It's uh, but but it but it works. But it works. It's funnier when he's when when they're throwing things back and forth uh, with Star Lord because Star Lord is at once very excited to meet someone who's more or less his intellectual median age. Oh, it's awesome. But, uh, is, but is 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 but, what was but, it? But is also what's like, the line? Displaced. What's the line? Is no, it, something still the greatest movie ever? That was never the greatest movie ever. I forget foot, what. Footloose. Foot, foot <laughs> Footloose. Is Footloose still the greatest movie ever? It was never the greatest movie ever. Right. Or, uh, you know, or or I think what is one of them calls him Flash Gordon, and then he attempts to explain Flash Gordon. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. And what was what was the line from? Uh, um, is something about Kevin Bacon? Is he one of the Avengers? I don't know. He could be. I haven't been back for a little while. <laughs> Yeah, is <laughs> is really good stuff. Um, yeah. I I like Iron Man and Doctor Strange getting to meet each other for the first time. Um, that that was yeah. that that was played well. Um, I I enjoyed that the kind of the kind of you know their little you know flexing of the muscles you know show between each other and I'm in charge and I have a moral compass and yeah it, it was it was really good. I liked that. Um, yeah. Doctor Strange still feels the most out of place, and I think that's on purpose. I mean, it's magic, and there's really not. I mean, there's. It, it, it's just interesting, you know. Like you said, he kind of has to forget that he's kind of the master of time and space in order for yeah. this, in order for this all to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> m- much much like when they do the cosmic Marvel stuff in the comics, I I judge the success of the writing in these based on how successfully it distracts me from thinking about the fact that the only way any of this lasts longer than five minutes is if the 10 or 12 different individual characters, all of whom have magic, different versions of magical end of the movie in five minutes powers, forget that they can do that at any given time. Yeah, they, they did a good job of not making that be annoying here. Like, we don't get into... Um, Matrix sequel problems where we go. So why do I care anymore? Neo can just fly away. <laughs> you, well, you well, know? they, they I, th- I think they've squared the circle pretty decently in this one with Doctor Strange, where they sort of have, uh, they, they've pretty much, they're pretty much using Doctor Strange in this the way that uh, the Jim Starlin comics that they're pulling a lot of this from used to use characters like Eternity and Infinity, or uh, sometimes the Grandmaster of the Beyonder, or uh, or Adam Warlock uh, at times, and also Doctor Strange himself, uh, where they are the characters who are kind of in touch with the bigger reality of this in ways that the other characters can't even begin to comprehend, so they will occasionally just do something and say, you've just got to trust me on this one, which, again, we're not going to spoil huge plot stuff, but uh, props to Cumberbatch after after being kind of more uh, an Iron Man like funny guy in his own movie. In this one, they pretty much have Doctor Strange uh, dutifully takes kind of the back seat to be the uh, the guy who has to explain stuff and be the the hey everybody this is serious get your game faces on guy, but also the guy who has to say hey. Uh, I just made this decision that seems like it's not the right decision, but trust me, this will make sense like two movies and, from now. And they did give you the, I've looked into the future and seen 14 million different ways all this is going to play out, right, and there's yeah. only one of them that works. And so that yeah, kind right. of gives a justification for, oh, that's why you just didn't use your reset button that you had this yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, now that, because we've got to get through these two movies. I mean, remember, we... they, they kind of ended his movie with him kind of using that exact power to continuously let the same scenario play out over and over again, which he dies until he can figure out a way to kill the villain. It, right, right. It's, it's, you know, so it would have been a shame if they used that same um, solution here yeah. again. Um, Hi, I'm Do- I'm Doctor Strange. I can literally keep hitting the reset button until we get this right. So we're pretty much gonna win, guys, and and then not do yeah. That. But I, yeah, I but it's but it's fine. I do like that, even though part of the line is um, blown in the trailers. I love him in Spider Man. Hey, who are you, Doctor Strange? Oh, we're using fake names. Um, okay, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, that's yeah. really good. Oh, we're using fake names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, I, yeah, I'm 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 on board with that. Uh I think I do think some of the characters get a little I don't know about shortchanged, but I think like if your favorite character is like Black Widow, you're you're probably really hoping that she gets her own movie now more than ever. Yeah, she, she's 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 doing all the same great stuff she did before. It's just without yeah. it, she's kind of just there doing it. She's like a henchman in this. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, look, you know, the our villains are varying degrees of giant aliens that can come down and punch the city to death, and she has two guns with maybe nine bullets in each, and she can kick things kind of hard. Yeah, and 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 isn't you know, parts so, and isn't even part cyborg like Bucky. So right, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. So so they they have. They have that going and, you know, but she's there and it's good because they can put her in action scenes and we don't have to cut back to Scarlet Witch and, you know, have the audience uh, have to ask the question that none of these films are prepared to answer, which is what are her powers and how do they work? Yes, also true. Um, Because because I've been reading Avengers comics for uh, almost 35 years and I cannot tell you what Scarlet Witch's powers are, or how they work, or or what the extent of them are, or uh, or even what they really do. They definitely spent a lot more time making her interesting in this, though. And again, not not that I don't like the character. It just Ultron. Ultron was problematic in the the use of some of those characters, and she doesn't have a just ton. A... She doesn't have a ton to do, but what she does have to do here is important. Yeah, yeah, no, she's in, she's involved in uh, in in a lot, and I mean, you know, in sort of the story you kind of have to do in this. Yeah, she's she's kind of part of this movie's whole um, um, Canto bite chasing false MacGuffin stuff, but I, I won't yeah. uh, I won't I won't hold that against it. <laughs> it yeah, it does well, have a lot of that though. <laughs> it is it is interesting to me that they they sort of have this because again the good guys are really sort of. Re- constantly reacting to because the good guys are not not, like the 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 antagonist is the protagonist you know thanos is the one driving the story thanos is basically on a harry potter horcrux uh, chase you know for this movie while the rest of the characters play out trying to stop him but but we're kind of you know already shown that that's not going to be possible so it's kind of a it, it, it yeah it's all very interesting yeah, it, it's a lot of scenes of the Avengers losing, losing, and, a, losing, um, losing you know, badly, re- repeatedly losing. <laughs> yeah, re- repeatedly losing various fights, and even you know, good guys who you know, it's like you know, you're the good guy, you you know, it's like I'm gonna stop you. No, you're not. You lose. No, you're not. You lose. I'm gonna. I need to accomplish the thing. Okay, you can accomplish the thing, but to do it, you lose. Yes, or, or to do it, like, or, you lose. Or or or, or, thing, or things like that. So it's a very it's. 
it's it, it's surprisingly difficult to talk about, not just because of the spoilers, but just because it's such a bizarre thing. It's it it's a uh, you know it's a, it's at once a, a somewhat conventional kind of Marvel thing because it is you know where it, it's almost a a direct thematic sequel to the first Avengers, where you know there's a bad man coming to Earth, he needs the thing, they need to stop him from having the thing. Uh, it's it's just the bigger you know more, higher stakes. Uh, more of a downer kind of version of that. It the the Avengers might as well have just all been stuck on the sandy beach in Dunkirk for the entirety of this. Like that's the yeah, impending yeah, doom going on with all of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do I I can't wait to see how they, you know, I, I I I say how they get out of this, but you know who knows who's going to be getting who out of what in the next one because we don't know what the next one is called or what it's even going to even involve because. You know, not to spoil, there's a a pretty big uh, tease as to who is being called in to sort of get us out of this mess, potentially, in uh, between movies. So, uh, which will be a un- incomprehensible to most of the audience, but that uh, will be uh, very exciting to people who know who it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's awesome. You you yeah, will all you cool. will all see it this Friday. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so, um, a oh, so, question that I would yeah go ahead. Uh, no, I, we were still no, no, going no, no, no we no, were still going you, through you, the characters. You, you, you had a question. Okay, okay. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say I, I found I, I found the the least interesting, and I I only because it's my favorite character. And I will say, fair is fair. He got three goddamn near perfect movies, and none of the other ones really have that. So, but I feel Captain America just isn't really here. And maybe that's the point. A little bit. Maybe little that's bit, the point. Yeah. You know, he kind of just he shows up with everybody who was hiding out in Wakanda, you know, to yeah. get to kind of be like, I'm here now. Um, and I get that that's really important. I mean, he he basically is a war criminal, you know, at this point. But um, it, it's interesting. And and then in that, you know, Don Cheadle got about as much screen time as War Machine as he ever has. Um, yeah. And I and I like him, even though he's. He, he looks digitally so creepily skinny and disproportionate now, but that that's something else completely. I'm, I'm sure there's health issues and other things. It just weirds me out. Um, mm. But uh, who else was it? What is I'm, I want to call him the vulture because my name is me- my brain is messing up right now. But cat uh, fa- fa- Falcon. Falcon. There we go. Um, yeah. Also is super interesting when he's on screen as he was in the last one, but he's kind of in the same role. It's just a yeah. means to an end type scenes, which isn't bad when you have how many characters jammed into this thing? <laughs> There's a lot. There's who, a lot. Who have we left out? Oh, Bruce Banner. Yeah, Bruce Banner is around. Bruce Banner is around. The Hulk, Bruce Banner, doing their thing. Kind of, he, he's kind of directly leading, ending off from where he was in Thor Ragnarok, because that's kind yeah, of where this yeah. starts, <laughs> is, is directly after Thor Ragnarok. And I yeah, mean, this he's, is... he's always great. I mean, there's not much yeah. we can say about Mark Ruffalo other than he's a perfect casting choice for Banner and he continues that on here. Um, no, he's he's great. He's a lot of fun. I like him. He's I, I do feel like a lot of the people who don't get necessarily as much to do in this as we would think they might, again, you know, probably going to see more of them in the next one. And also, a lot of them, it, there's the issue of how much are they really going to do? Like, the Falcon pretty much has wings and guns. Yes. You know, Black Widow punches people. Uh, Captain America doesn't even have his shield. Nope. At, at this point. 
So he's he's mostly keeping other people from dying. When it comes to the Hulk, you kind of have the opposite problem where he sort of breaks a movie if if you don't come up with repeated reasons why he can't be there. Yes. Because if you don't... Because if he's there and you don't use him, why aren't you using him? But then if you do use him and using him doesn't work, he become the 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 Hulk becomes less special. Yes. You know, because when, when when the Hulk shows up, it's supposed to be, oh, the Hulk is here, now everything has changed, or it hasn't. Right. And I think they yeah. I think they find a great way um to balance that here without yeah, without I, I saying agree. too much. Um I think they really did I think it's going to make some people unhappy, um, yeah. but I think they found a really good way of balancing that here, and um, it's super cool. Who else do we have to talk about in this thing? I mean, the cast is giant. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, the, the Guardians are on. Uh, Karen Gillan gets quite a bit to do as Nebula. That's not necessarily unsurprising. Yeah, actually, a, a surprising amount, actually. That was, that was good to see because I like that character. And um, yeah, as as do I. And I think uh, you know, playing second fiddle to Gamora, which is the whole point, um, kind of comes right. full circle when you have Gamora, her, and Thanos around, um, and you yeah. kind of get you kind of get the full um, the full disclosure of what that familial relationship was is a, yeah. <laughs> is is a little messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's not it's it's not comfy. No, and, not at all. Uh, and, and you know they're 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 a lot of fun as characters. Um, I uh, I I really enjoy seeing her around. Uh, Zoe Saldana is great as Gamora. She's always good. She she has to do because she's you know I mean she's she's Thanos' daughter. She's you know like the 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 the, the good. She's the evil to good turncoat. She has to do a lot of the heavy lifting. In this. She has a ton of heavy lifting to do in this movie. Yeah. Well, and and heavy lifting in scenes that you have to do heavy lifting. Where you know half of the people you're reacting off of are the guardians who are all funny looking people who have weird vocal affectations, and then the normal one is Star Lord, or you're reacting off of Thanos, who is you know going to be on screen as a nine foot tall purple bulgy Homer Simpson man. Yeah, you know it's it, you know so and and she really she really carries it off. She has always been an underrated actress and really. Uh, you know, kind of like sells the, this this character. Uh, really, really good job for her. You know, it uh, it's it's a it's a fascinatingly bizarre thing, and I can't uh, wait to see where it goes uh, in the next one. And then what the hell happens after these? Yeah, are they? You know, what are they going to do? It'll it'll be very interesting. Well, my question is, and and this is, I mean, they've said that the next couple phase, that that the phase after this is a whole other thing, and who even knows? I have my suspicions about what Avengers Four is. They've said that they can't tell us what the title is because what the title is is some kind of spoiler that might uh, that that they think the fans will either. For a while, people thought it might give away the end of this one. I don't see how that would be the case now. But uh, that yeah. it would be that it would that it would either be something that everyone would be talking about, or that it would, uh, like rewrite the uh, that that it would it would become the conversation. 
you know, and that suddenly no one would want to talk about the other movies. So I have some suspicions about what might be going on there or what they might have planned to go on there. It, They've already shot a bunch of it. No, and I and so I and I will knows? say I think that's what's important here. You know, we we play this game where you know, especially is I'm, I'm here. I am. I'm going to call myself a critic. I don't mean to do that because it's not my job. And there's people who is their job, but in in this world of like you know getting to see these things early or just as being fans and sucking it all up and reading about it. Movies have become this thing you can't be surprised by. And yeah. and especially when they're kind of, you, you know, I, I won't call it fatigue in the cynical way, but when you kind of know, you, you expect a certain something. And I will say this, they kept this one under wraps for a reason. These things are not like earth-shatteringly, oh my God, like David Lynchian weirdness kind of stuff. But this movie is very different than what you've been given yeah. before. And things were kept under wraps for a reason. And seeing them play out as soon as you can without mm-hmm. really hearing much about it. It's the details. It's the character nuances in the scenes that you don't know are coming that are really, really, really going to drive this one home for people, I think. And I can't wait yeah. to see people see that. And then... To talk about that in a less optimistic standpoint, those of you listening to this that are still all bent out of shape about the Last Jedi, Disney has a second. <laughs> Disney has a second middle finger for you, and it's this movie. So, yeah. so, so I, I hope you enjoy that. I really hope you enjoy that. But on the subject of what comes, what could possibly come next, and I know we're we're getting towards time, so I'll I won't I won't like overdo no, it. No, it's okay. But when it when it comes to this. So we have one more Avengers movie, or one more big crossover, which presumably will be called Avengers something something, uh, since this was instead of, it won't be Infinity War Part 2, because that's why they didn't just call it this. This was, as we said at the beginning, this was originally not called Avengers, it was called Infinity War, uh, which feels almost like it would have been a more accurate title. Like, like if they were going to transition into, hey, this is even bigger than the Avengers. This is the Infinity War. It's everyone. It, it's this whole thing. Because it kind of little... is. I mean, it it's, is. it's, it's a, really it's a more honest. It is an Avengers movie, yeah. but it's also, I mean, you could almost have spent the first half of this following the Guardians story up to getting there instead of the Avengers. And it could have been a Guardians movie. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's. It's much more a Thanos movie that the Avengers, Guardians, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man participate in than it is an Avengers movie where the Guardians and those other two people also show up. Right, and I love that about it. Yeah, no, and I like that too. So what I wonder is if they make more... Presumably they're going to keep on going on this. Once they they get off into these, these other phases... Do they need to keep doing Avengers movies after after the current crop of like the what people think of as the Avengers, Iron Man, Captain America, well, Hulk, Thor? Well, it's interesting. Time. I've actually been thinking about this because I think I think we kind of ended our um, discussion after the movie yesterday. Like we kind of brought that up as exactly that, and then didn't have an answer. And I, I don't I don't know if I have an answer, but my take is. I'd like to see a phase of Marvel movies where every single one of them is an entirely new entity. And I don't mean that would be undone nice. undone before, but I mean, like, wouldn't it be cool to get, like, six Guardians of the Galaxies in a row? Where it's like, yeah. this is something that you as a comic fan know, but the general movie going public is not going to expect this. You know what I mean? 
and we're mm-hmm. going to introduce new people to them that then can get shoved into the group in a big event film at the end of it all. You know, I right. think would be cool. And then that way, it kind of allows the bigger names that, you know, they can't afford $40 million a movie, but can afford $40 million every six years, you know, or whatever, yeah. to kind of get them all back to show up and wink and nod, like they kind of do with Nick Fury, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, because cause what my my thinking was looking at these, because at, even now, the a lot of the in-between movies, if they want to do a team-up, they just do a team up. They just right. say, "Hey, do we do we want the Hulk to be in a Thor movie?" Sure. Well, right, like things for, like, like that. For example, so, if there's someone in the Guardians universe, like I would imagine that either the next Avengers movie or the third Guardians movie is going to have Adam Warlock in it. But you could you could in, uh, more of Adam Warlock because he's in the end credits of Galaxy. But yeah, I you know you can introduce characters in someone else's movie in the same way that you could give someone else a movie and have another character be there to support it to get people to show up, but kind of have them serve like a mentor role. Um, I just think there's a lot more they can do. I mean, they've shown with Ant-Man, they've shown with Guardians that, you know, and and then I think, you know, the movies that are coming soon, it would just be great to see like if there's a phase four or a phase five, wherever they're going to go, that it's just six completely unique movies that don't even bleed over into each other. You know, I think that, it would be that, really that would cool. Be something. It it would it would be something. I mean, like re- realistically, by the time it they're they're like said and done on this, there will will probably be looking at like uh, like at a certain point, Fantastic Four and X Men will be big things in this, and, which and those which are two is fran- unbelievable, <laughs> right? And and those are two franchises that are giant team things on their own. So when you've got that, and you've got uh, supposedly the Eternals is a thing that's that's in the works, and uh, all and and also Spider Man is a thing. Uh, however, many of these connected Spider Verse movies there's going to be because we also have Silver and Black and uh, Venom coming. Venom looks terrible, but uh, yeah, I was gonna know, I was gonna mention that at the end. Yeah. Uh, so I I I wonder if. At a certain point, the the model stops being here's all of our individual movies, and then every couple of years, every more or less everyone from those individual movies meets up, and those are the Avengers. And instead, maybe the Avengers becomes just a franchise on its own, and then every couple of years that Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. and whoever don't have anything else to do, they call them back in and say, okay, hey guys, look, the Avengers, as you know them, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, are, are back in, and that's how you keep those guys in the family without necessary, you know what I mean? I agree. Sort of like how, you know, just let the, because people forget this, you know, that for the longest time in the comics, the Avengers, uh, up until the, the year 2000 or so, when they changed it and decided that the Avengers was the Justice League of Marvel and it's whoever the top powerful guys in Marvel were, uh, the Avengers was just one of the teams in Marvel that was mostly full of people who couldn't support their own book. Right, right. right it was it was just Captain America and, whoever's bo- and, and whoever was not popular enough to support their own book, what the writers liked. So... You know, maybe that's a thing. Who knows? But I, I, I could absolutely see getting to because it's not like Disney's going to let this thing stop. So no, no. I could. There, I, there, I, there's going to be at least ten years of garbage before they'd ever let yeah. this stop. 
so I wonder if the crossovers become every couple of, every so many years we get one of these things like in the comics where they just take a word and put war in front of it. And and and, and that becomes the cross. No, that's that, that's DC. Doesn't matter. D, D, DC is crisis and countdown and Well, and I don't I else. don't think about DC anymore, so we can <laughs> Well, it's Well, hey, no, they showed Aquaman to people at CinemaCon and supposedly it's a movie. So and James, apparently James Shaz- Wan can make a movie. So Yeah, and and apparently uh, uh, Shazam looks good. Yeah. There Shazam, is that. Shazam Shazam's going to be pretty good, I think. And we're and we're getting Wonder Woman too. Yes. Yeah. So that's a thing. So there's some DC movies out there. I just uh yeah, I'm, no, done. I'm done. I'm done with them. They'll 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 get that figured out eventually. Oh yeah. <laughs> they'll, sure. they'll, they'll they'll look they'll they'll get that figured out. You know, ben, isn't ben Spielberg Affleck, making a DC movie? Yeah, he he's gonna do like well he's he's gonna do Blackhawk. Oh, okay. Uh, which is like a, a World War Two flying ace thing, which is technically there, a DC thing. There you go. Yeah. So there. So there's that. He he can get in. So um. Trickling back to the Avengers for a minute, I'd say we both have a resoundingly positive um, opinion of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I really, you know, even though Disney doesn't need your money, um, they're making something that I think deserves your money. So I think you should go and see it. Um, where have you have you had enough time to digest to think about where you rank this one, Bob? Yeah, I have. I'm gonna have rankings out on the show on Geek.com on uh, either Thursday or Friday, probably. Friday. All right, cool. Then I then uh, I won't even. You don't have to say it here then. Well, no, I think it's it's better than the first one. It, uh, no, better than the second one. Not as good as the first one. I just the the, the first one. It's kind of like the first Star Wars. You know, it it's it's, it, it's a class by itself. Exactly. Um, <laughs> this is this. I don't think this was as good as Guardians Two or Black Panther. Uh, but it's it's right up there. It's top five, definitely top I, five. You know, you, I fall in the exact same place. I I came up with a ranking which I posted, and I'll post it now, updated. But um, I wasn't sure where it was going to sit. But um, my top five are Black Panther, Guardians Two, Avengers, Infinity War, and First Guardians, in in order. Okay. Um, and ho- okay. what a what a freaking top five! It knocked it knocked the first Avenger out of the top five for me, and that makes me angry. But that's okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I, 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 it really did. First Avenger was my fifth. I, the two Guardians movies are too damn important to me, and which is mm. which is why they're yeah. up there. But uh, yeah. I mean, the, the fact that we could be 19 movies in and still talking about top five ones coming out is really friggin' impressive. And the fact that of my top five, four of them are from Phase Three. No, three of them yeah. are from Phase Three. That's pretty awesome. Um, nice. So so there's that. Um really quick I wanted to talk about that Venom trailer. Um which which one? S- the Venom trailer. Because oh, the uh, Venom trailer. Venom v- Venom v- Venom or Sim Symbiote 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 Symbiote. Um Symbui. Um anyway, <laughs> is it is it is it me? Is it me or what is everything we were just talking about? We're 19 movies over 10 years into. I thought we had this fixed. <laughs> I thought they didn't. I thought that we had enough confidence in superhero movies. Sorry, anti-hero 
movies. Unleash that, um, your inner anti-hero. That, that they all didn't have to look like this. I mean, even freaking Blade, for being as much of a 90s superhero movie as Blade was, doesn't fall into the same freaking problems that this trailer falls into. This looks worse than Spawn. This looks like a Dimension Films movie. It looks like a Dimension Films version of Spawn. Like the fact that most of this, the fact that most of this trailer has Tom Hardy running around shooting nondescript blue CG, a uh, black CG goo out of himself, riding on motorcycles and stuff instead of actually being Venom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like, like I, I think I, I said this to you. It's like they found some shit canned '90s film or a bad like TV pilot for a '90s TV show. And brought Steve Oderkirk yeah. in to kung pow it with Tom Hardy. Oh, and also just stick Venom yeah, in it, there at the end. <laughs> it it also has like un, what, what's unfortunately become like the universal tell of a bad genre movie where it's shot in Louisiana and set in Louisiana. Yeah, we, we don't have we we don't have enough. We're, we're not going to spend enough money to turn Louisiana into Texas or 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 oh. New York or something. So. So this is so Ven- so Venom is is a is is a, a Louisiana high, highway movie. I just I just really thought we were past this. Like I'm really surprised Stabbing Westward didn't do the soundtrack. You know, <laughs> Evanescence. Well, I mean, even Evanescence. I mean, at least that. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Evanescence. But uh, you know, it's like I, I think back to movies like where they tried to build like featuring a brand new song from Limp Bizkit, Stain. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks pretty bad. Oh, hey, it just, you it know, just may, looks maybe, unfortunate. May, yeah. Maybe silver and black will be good. Silver and black will not be good. No, it, it won't be. It won't be good, Bob. But be. no, Gina Prince Blywood is doing it. Maybe it'll be good. She'll get a good the, cast. Hopefully, these but... trailers make me long for Ryan Reynolds in the Green Lantern suit. Oh God! <laughs> and that was terrible. But I'd but I'd yeah, rather well, watch that again. Well, we'll find out. Right now, the big question is whether or not Venom will be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We don't actually know yet. Ugh. So, I'd rather suppos- we just forget about all this. Well, supposedly, uh, they had Tom, uh, kid who plays Spider Man, come down uh, and uh, like do. Yeah, Tom Holland. They had him come down and do like a day shooting on Venom so that if they decide they want it to be connected, they can put it in and that'll mean Venom is in the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then we just have to deal with this. So I I look forward to the to the Marvel Cinematic Universe talking about Venom exactly as much as they talk about the events of Iron Fist. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, hey, you know, maybe it'll be good. Who knows? Who no, knows? No, no, Bob. Nope. Yeah, no, nope, I you know, I don't I, need I don't need my PlayStation One live action cutscene the movie. Um, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch you know something good. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's what it that's what it looks like. It looks like Parasite Eve, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is when Square Enix, or sorry, Square at the time, tried to be more edgy and American. Uh, no, 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 oh, stop, yeah. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Fear effect. Oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, so that Tom just Hardy. happened. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's it's got, but it's got that going for it. Um. So, so now that we've seen this, what what else are you looking forward to this summer? Nothing. Really. 
I was thinking about this the other day. No, there's some things. Um, I just I wanted to be dramatic. Um, I mm-hmm. I want to see I want to see Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be interesting, especially having to unpack this movie or deciding not to at all. Um, does Mary Poppins come out this summer? I think that's a winter movie. Okay, because I really want to see that. I really want to see the Christopher Robin movie. Um, yeah. what else comes out this summer? Uh, Incredibles two. Oh yeah, that Jura- Jurassic World two. Oh yes, Jurassic World. The we're not sure if this is a horror movie or a buddy cop film with Chris Pratt and a raptor. I'm I'm down yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> it, it actually it actually it actually it actually looks really cool. I I, I give it that. Sky skyscraper in a couple months. Oh yes, the 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 rock has no leg and is in the towering inferno. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm down for that. I haven't seen Rampage yet. You've told me to see Rampage. Yeah, Rampage is good. Yeah, I, I want to see Rampage. Um, what else? There's a Mission uh, Impossible movie coming out. Yeah, there is. Oh, uh, the the Bumblebee movie comes out. I've, you know, I will say I'll watch anything that anyone from Leica is involved in. Yeah, yeah. So we've so, got, we got that happening, and uh, I guess know, so the Bumblebee footage at CinemaCon went over really well. Yeah, no one will tell me what the robot looked like. So now maybe they're not allowed to, to say. I don't know. I think someone would have tweeted at least one word and said whether or not it looks like Bumblebee or like the Bumblebee from Transformers. But I know oh, it's, yeah. it's a. I mean, he's a Volkswagen again, so like everybody knows that. Hey, hey, but, mis- hey, Mr. Bay, were there going to be Transformers in this film? Um, because 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 I watched three of them. <laughs> you, watch, you, you only Sorry. watched three. I, I I had to watch five. I refuse. I'm done. You, dude, you have to see the last night. I gave up, Bob. You have to see the last night, dude. It's 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 unreal. It's unreal. I I will not. I'm sorry. I'm throwing the gavel down on that one. I will not. There will not be a place in this podcast for anyone telling me I should watch a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> I'm done. I got. I got no student loans. Yeah. Oh, I still couldn't get over. I know what this is. It's a transformer. <laughs> oh God. Oh God, Marky Mark, why? A- uh, anyway, it, it, it gets it gets better, man. It gets so, it gets so much better. You got better? no idea. Better? Yeah. <laughs> well, it 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 gets something. It gets something. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really tired. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. No. This is fun. I'm just really tired. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I should, I should make dinner, so uh, we should uh, get wrapped up. Chris, where can people find your stuff? Hey, yes, I'm, I'm internet guy, Chris Chipman. Um, you can find me on YouTube at the Chippa. Um, that's the Chippa made this is what I'm calling that shtick. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at at the Chippa, um, where uh, I also post these things. Um, there's also our Libsyn page for um, the Chipman Brothers Tangent, which also currently houses. Um, creating geeks, which I do with my wife Sarah, and we've also started doing unboxing videos, which we did one for Labo, and we'll have a play video to go along with Nintendo Labo. Actually, well, sorry, when we eventually find time to build them, because we have a talk. Labo. Labo is amazing, by the way. Um, awesome. It really, really is. We haven't done much with it yet, but it it follows the Mario Maker and Brain Age example of nintendo just getting their peripheral perfect excellent um so there's that um and everyone knows where to find movie bob 
Yes, yes, you can find me on uh, moviebobcentral.com. Follow me on Twitter at, at the underscore moviebob. Watch the moviebob channel on YouTube and check me out on geek.com where I'm the weekly film critic and I'm contributing writer to Screen Rant. Fantastic. Um, so yeah. as always, um, this long, um, incredibly interesting, I'm sure, talk about Avengers Infinity War. Please go see it. Um, uh, I am Chris. I'm Bob. And thank you for coming along with us on the tangent. Have a good night. Oh, yeah.